What's going on, everybody? Coming to you live and worldwide. It's the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast, brought to you by Media Junkies. Hope everyone had a great week. Hope everyone enjoyed our last episode. Uh, we are Media Junkies Wrestling Podcast. You can check out the other things that we offer as well. And uh, let me uh, get started with our introduction. So my name's Jason. I'm the host of the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast. Along with me, I got our historian, Kevin Weekly. How you doing? Good man, how you doing? Not bad. And our bring some excitement this week. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> love it. And we got our snark attack, Michael Gresser. What's going on, man? Oh, uh, just here. <laughs> Always with that excitement. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, I just figure, like almost every podcast, you're like, "How you guys doing?" And there's like crickets. Uh, like, uh, I'm good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it's late at night, and we're recording a podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, I love the excitement, definitely. So we're going to get kind of kick-started into just about uh, kind of same things we've been doing the last couple of weeks. We're going to hit you with some hot takes. Then we're going to go into some good, bad, and ugly. Uh, we might have a couple of matches of the week, and then we're going to hit our nostalgia segment, which this week is our favorite SummerSlam memories. And SummerSlam is just a couple of days away. I thought we'd kind of tap into the uh, to the nostalgia tree and talk about some memories from SummerSlams of the past. So let's get started with our hot takes. I think we're going to get started with Michael's first, just because his is definitely the hottest take of them all. So go ahead. Well, now mine's a two-parter, because my first hot take is the fact that you don't understand the concept of live, because we certainly aren't live. (laughs) (laughs) We ain't going up till tomorrow. We're we're, we're live right now, though. (laughs) That's like like saying, like, oh, in front of a live studio audience, and there's still a laugh track. Um, (laughs) Well, we have one of those, too. Just listen to Kevin right now. Uh, so the, the part two of my uh, hot take <laughs> is that, that Jason is a cyber bully. <laughs> he's, a, he's attacking people on Twitter who may or may not give a shit about our existence, may or may not ever listen, but it's not a good way to build a fan base by going around <laughs> calling people smarks on the internet, especially when we're three smarks right here fucking discussing what the company should do on a weekly basis. <laughs> I won't pot call him the kettle black. Again, that was my fault for not adding a funny face emoji because it was supposed to be more ironic than anything else, and he definitely took it the wrong way. And... Oh, well, because, yeah, you read that, and you're just like, quit being a smark, you smark, and he's like, fine, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> so if you want to see what we're talking about, check out our Twitter, at LiveYourGimmick, L-I-V, your gimmick, <laughs> and you can see oh the exchange where somebody asked me not to follow him anymore, and I gladly abide because honestly, I've been following him since I started the Twitter account, and he's kind of a kind of annoying. So I was happy to unfollow him. So I gave him I gave him the deuces and and hit the unfollow <laughs> button. <laughs> oh jeez, oh live, <laughs> live hey, and worldwide, hey, baby. We're, we're live right now. And we have we have listeners in Great Britain and that one in Slovakia, so we are worldwide. So I'm not lying there. <laughs> oh my god! All right, anyway. oh, all right, Kevin. You got anything you want to talk about? Oh, I don't know how I can follow that. Right? <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. The, the live thing. Oh <laughs> See, that's that's what's great that we had no, I had no idea. Oh my god. <laughs> I think what's great is that I think it's Jason starts every single episode completely different, which yeah. is great. Because <laughs> Mike and I have no idea what, what's going to happen. It really is. It's, it's like raw roulette up in this bitch every time we say yeah. it. Like we never yeah. know what nonsense is going to come out of your mouth. Oh, my God. I love it. Oh, my God. All right. Well, you know, how am I going to follow that? I don't know. But um, I guess my hot take is – it has to do with Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar, and I just called it same shit, different day. And this whole build-up to their match just feels exactly like WrestleMania. I feel that Rollins should be 100% healthy going into this match. I don't, I'm kind of sick of the beatdowns. I'm kind of sick of the same old stuff, same old promos. Like, like Seth Rollins is like the new Tommy Dreamer. I mean you know, playing the sympathy card. I think that it should be, a, you know, fair one-on-one fight. And 
I'm just kind of kind of bored with it. Yeah, and, and honestly, think back to the last couple Summer Slams, and even like, well, I guess uh, if you go back to some of Brock Lesnar's matches before he got to Seth Rollins, like his match against AJ Styles, his match against Finn Balor, even his match against Daniel Bryan, they were entertaining matches and they were good matches. And Seth Rollins is a guy that is supposed to be on the level of those three as far as in-ring work goes. But we haven't seen that with him in a Brock Lesnar match yet, and I just, I don't get why. Yeah, like I almost like wish this like would have been built a little better to where like this was like not like an hour, but like maybe like half an hour like Iron Man match or something like that. Like let's put Lesnar to the test, which we know he can. I mean, I guarantee he can go out there and go for thirty minutes. Yeah. So. I guess that's kind of my take on it was that I'm just kind of disappointed. I I think the biggest, I think there's two reasons behind this. The first reason being that they're very confused on the aspect of how the fans react to, to different characters, different wrestlers, because think about Daniel Bryan, Kofi Kingston. Like these are guys who really got over as like an underdog who had to overcome so much. So they're trying to like, dump everything they have on Seth to try to get him more over with the fans so he can overcome more and more. It's like the fans are already behind him. They don't need him to fucking jump over all these hurdles. And the other problem I think they're having is also they're running out of guys that Brock Lesnar could have a good match with and it not like ruin one side of the other's momentum. Like they need someone that Brock can beat up on so they can leave the title on him. Let's be honest at this point. I'll be shocked if they give it back to Seth. Oh, he guarantees victory, though. Well, I mean, <laughs> see that was that was going to be my hot, my hot take was just to get get a conversation going was that uh, Rollins is going to beat Lesnar in like convincing fashion. But then I kind of second guess myself. About it, so <laughs> <that> was, <laughs> I mean, I, I can't blame you because I mean the the history has shown it. us that. Honestly, doubt, if, if, Brock Lesnar, wins. If, if Lesnar wins, like he should be, he should be dubbed like how Michaels is Mr. WrestleMania. He should be Mr. SummerSlam. Yeah, without a doubt. Like, yeah. Like I saw somewhere, like you go back to all the SummerSlams that he's like main evented since like 2012 or something like that. Isn't it like almost every single one? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure somebody tweeted that out, and I trolled them on that as well. Okay. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> like something. Hey, no, no, you know what it was? Uh, He's like, get you away, know quit trying to keep track of Brock Lesnar's championship yeah, record. You know what I said? Like, yeah. They, they put, whoever it was, and I, I could go back and find it, but I don't really feel like it, but whoever it was put it into a negative light. And I said, and, and they're like, oh, Brock Lesnar, they need to get rid of Brock, Wait, Brock Lesnar. But oh, yeah, wasn't yeah, that yeah. the guy that you called a smirk? <laughs> was it the same guy? I th- I'm not even sure it was, because I'm pretty sure that's where I saw the tweet was when you screenshot it and sent it to me after the Crispin Wall yeah. tweet. Yeah, because you said something about oh well, something about well, Lesnar's the yeah. You say he's a, he's a monster here. No, I thought that was different people, but yeah, I basically said yeah, he, maybe he's a mon- he's a monster heel. And can you name anybody better than him right now? Uh, yeah. Not, I mean, as far as like heels go in the company, there isn't anybody better than him right now. I mean, is it really like being a heel when? like the best heel when all you're doing is beating up somebody and pissing off the fans because they put the belt on you, not because of anything yes, you're actually because, doing. Yes, because they're pissing off the fans. That is what they're doing. They're pissing but, off the but fans. But it's nothing he's doing. It's what the company's doing. They put the belt on him. That's why the fans are pissed. Otherwise, if yeah. he didn't have the belt and he was just beating the shit off Rollins, it'd be Roman Reigns all no, over again. They, they'd be like, yeah, throw a chair at him. They, it's still, they'd still be pissed. Or he's been on Raw ever since he won the title. He hasn't, he hasn't missed a Raw. I will give him that. I, like, I'm, I'm cool with that. If he shows up, he can be champion. But I'm just saying, him getting heat because he's the champion, not because of his actions, doesn't make him the best heel in the business right now. I'm also. Yeah, I think there, there's a stand out there too. Like, so think about it. The last, like, basically what two years he's been the world champion, universal champion of Monday Night Raw. When's the last time he's wrestled a match on Monday Night Raw? Fact. Yeah, that's true. He doesn't wrestle matches on Monday Night Raw. He might show up. He just doesn't wrestle matches. He'll show up and beat the fuck out of someone. Yeah, yeah. but he ain't gonna like, wrestle. That's I... my 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 thing was with uh, with this match because we we kind of talked about before we got started with the podcast that they're kind of throwing some gimmicks at almost every match. Like uh, they made the what was it um, the Natty and Becky into submission match and and some other things. But I was honestly surprised they didn't make this into a stretcher match. 
because of the attack that Brock put on him and the fact that they brought stretchers out twice for, for Seth, you know, like why not make it a stretcher match? Yeah, that, I could see that. Couldn't add a different element to it, but I don't know. Yeah. All right. So we're going to transition a little bit. I'm going to go to my hot take. So my hot take is going to be a little bit different and it's going to deal with Seth's shield brother and Roman Reigns. My take on it. I, we talked about this a little bit last week and Kevin, I know you predicted that his attacker was Daniel Bryan. Cause they were trying to, you know, maybe shift a little bit off of Samoa Joe and make it look like it's him. I, I, I really actually liked the way that they did this whole thing on Monday and the, the whole, the car hitting them and different things like that. I thought that was cool. And I, I liked how they kind of played off of it on SmackDown too. I've kind of been enjoying this storyline. But I really honestly think, and, I, and I've, I've kind of hinted at this, and I'm going to go ahead and drop it right now. The person that is going after Roman Reigns is Luke Harper. Mm. Only if he's aligned with Daniel Bryan. No, no, he's not. He's going after Roman Reigns because he's been sitting on the bench for months and months, and nobody has given him a shot. So he's taking out the top guy because he wants his spot. It has nothing to do with anybody else. Luke Harper is acting alone, and he wants Roman Reigns' spot. I'm calling it right now. I still think it's Daniel Bryan. I mean, if there could be ever a bigger pipe dream, like I feel like I have a better chance of CM Punk being the guy who's jumping <laughs> Roman Reigns than you have of Luke Harper coming back from the couch. Okay. I mean, dude okay. asked for his release, and dude was just like, no. Exactly. Sit, sit on your couch. And he's and he's, but he's back he's back on the road with them now. He recently went back on the road. He's working house shows starting starting mid July. He's back on the road. Well, yeah, probably because there's like we ain't gonna fucking pay you to sit on your ass. Come do something, right? But how good of a storyline is that though to bring him? I'm into... not saying it's not a bad storyline. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm saying I, I, think I, I, of what show we're talking about. But we're also like, talking like, about different guys in charge of the shows, though, too. Yeah, but even then, Heyman and Eric Bischoff, do you really think of all of the fucking toys in their toy chest, they're going to dig that deep down the very bottom and pull out Luke Harper? Kevin, what do you think? I, 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 I still think it's uh, – listen, it, it could be. It, maybe not him. It could be somebody else, which would be, like, a perfect thing to swerve everybody. That It's not – the one thing I just think is that signs point to it's Daniel Bryan and uh, Eric Rowan because Eric Rowan was spotted around the first attack. And then did you guys see the thing about how the car that hit Roman Reigns on Monday night was a eco-friendly car? What's it? I didn't think it was. <laughs> yeah. It didn't look like yeah. a Prius. Yeah, no, blacked it, out tinted windows. Yeah, but I guess it was. I don't know what kind of car it was. It looked like a somebody, Chevy Cavalier, to be honest with you. <laughs> but somebody, some no, somebody on Twitter or something like zoomed in on it or whatever, and I forget what brand it is, but it was it was supposedly a eco friendly car. Oh my god! So signs point to Daniel Bryan. Plus, how SmackDown ended with like their guilty look. But did now, you, I know that? Did you see the the after the mat the aftermath? The, yeah, yeah, I, I saw that. Okay. I did see that. So. I just, I don't know. So are we missing the the whole confrontation with with uh, Buddy Murphy? No, we're talking about that. But there, there okay. so there, there was a con- there was the thing with Buddy Murphy, and then they showed them after. But then after that, though, when Rowan and Brian were leaving, they did like one of those like aftermath segments, like on YouTube wait, or hey, whatever. Wait. What if it's the Usos? Oh, <laughs> they, they did it. They did it for Rikishi. Yeah, Rikishi, Rikishi's teaching them everything. No, I mean, but that's a serious. I mean, thing, wouldn't though. one of them have to be drunk during that driving segment? But no, they they would have had to. They would have had to take out one of. <laughs> yeah, J- Jay's not allowed to drive right now, so you can't you can't do that. Yeah, yeah. But the uh, or no, it's Jimmy. It's quite um, obvious that Jimmy was driving. Yeah. But no, wouldn't they have to take out one of Roman's rivals though with the car? Because that's what that's what Rikishi did for the Rock. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, but maybe I mean not along those storylines, but maybe it's them. Maybe it's their like want to take him out, and they they want that spot. I don't know. I'm just uh, 
Uh, They're like, we want to be the best Samoans in in WWE. It's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be Luke Harper, and you guys are all gonna you guys are all gonna be like, oh my god, you were right, and I'm gonna be like, yeah, no, we're not exactly. We're, we're, exactly. It's not gonna be Luke Harper, and then next week we're gonna tell you how stupid you are. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> we'll see. We're gonna, we're, 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 gonna, we're gonna troll you on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna tweet at, at the the live your gimmick Twitter all yeah. all day Sunday, being like, it wasn't Luke Harper, you stupid smirk. Yeah. <laughs> And then we'll, when, we go live, when, we, when we go live, when we go live next week, we're gonna make fun of you for it. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. All right, let's uh, let's move on. Then we we'll get into some good, bad, and ugly. We're gonna... By the way, by the way, we're gonna rename the nostalgia segment to Jason shits on Kevin's moment. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Do we have the same same thing? No, last week when I said mine, oh, you're, like, yeah. you're like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> uh, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, but I, th- I think you just said that because you wanted to say Hulk Hogan. I, pro- I promise I won't do that this time. All right. All right, let, let's get into some good, bad, and ugly. So we're, we're going to do this a little bit different than we did last week. I, I mentioned this after we finished the show up. I think I think it's better if we just go through all of our good, all of our bad, all of our ugly, one at one, one by one. So uh, we'll start with uh, we'll start with Kevin. Kevin, what what was good for you this week? Um, my good this week was the Firefly Funhouse on SmackDown. Um, I thought that it, you know the segments are like have been great. They're you know as far as when as far as reintroducing the character from start to finish. Um, I we've talked about it over and over again, but. I like that he just, he's not just the theme permanently. And I know, like, I think Mike even said too, how I love how we were talking about, oh, I hope he's the fiend on this show. And then he's like, you know, Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that they're making it a multi-layer character. So, and I like that it has not like peaked and it had, yeah. So I think there's like more and more to come. So. I thought that was pretty good this week. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I'll agree with you there. Mike, what was your good this week? My good this week is the fact that the women's tag team championships are now covered in bliss. <laughs> uh, after after months and months of like waiting for her to like come back from her injuries and stuff and actually get to be in the ring, and then they didn't really – they put her in the title picture but then kind of didn't do much with it, and now she's – with that those first off those titles are probably the best titles that they have like visually they do in wwe right now like they're 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 fucking incredible and the fact that now they're on alexa bliss my girl mm, it's (laughs) it's time (laughs) if you hear a a pop sound that's that's just mike's pants um (laughs) but uh (laughs) i yeah I, i i like that i thought the match was terrible but i'll talk about that in a little bit but uh I tag team names for them: Bliss Cross. Bliss Cross, Cross Bliss. Jump, jump. <laughs> no, like crisscross, Bliss Cross. No, yeah, right. I know. I was, I was thinking. I was thinking. <laughs> oh man, the show like, just suddenly died. Cross, <laughs> bliss, cross Bliss, like CrossFit. Cross, get bliss. right. Jeez, all right, all right. Then Seth Rollins will want to join. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So my good this week is uh, the Kofi Randy storyline. I love it. I like how they're building everything up. I like the fact that Randy Orton is on vacation with his wife right now and could give two shits about what Kofi Kingston's doing. And they, and they're still making a compelling story just going off of their past history. And I like that that's finally coming to a head. I remember the rivalry back. However, what was it? 10, nine, 10 years ago. It's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah, When, and when Kofi dropped the paint on the race car and all that stuff, like that brought Mm -hmm. all those memories back. And I remember that match that they had. It was so good. And then, yeah, Kofi just disappeared. And I love the fact that a few weeks ago when uh, Kofi accused Randy of using his position to hold him down, I kind of thought Randy would be like, oh, yeah, yeah, of course you would think that. But, no, Randy was just like, yeah, I did. Fuck you. So (laughs) I just love that. I love that they they are mixing that – that kind of reality into the like the perception into the reality and everything. I, I, I love it. So I'm a big fan of that. I'm also a big fan of Randy Orton's wife RKOing him out of nowhere on vacation. Yeah, I was gonna throw that in be like, yeah, it looked like Kofi paid off his wife to like whoop his ass while he's on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of Kofi, as of today, he 
in days past all of Roman Reigns three three WWE title reigns in combined days. Wow, look at our historian bringing some facts. And Ric Flair, so Ric Flair, Ric Flair, and Roman Reigns both have held the title for like a total of 118 days between their reigns. And Kofi's one reign, 119. All right, and go you, Kofi. you might want to be careful here soon. Jason's gonna like start tweeting at you, telling you to get a life and quit keeping track of this garbage. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that is definitely not true. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He, he's on the show <laughs> because he keeps track of this garbage. <laughs> All right, let's let's. Oh, okay. Well, that's all I'm good for. No, it's like, man, <laughs> you have no no good opinions. It's not because you've been friends forever. No, it's just because okay. you know come shit. On. Yeah, yeah, come on. <laughs> this is yeah. why when you bring up your 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 fucking picks for all of our nostalgia bullshit, he's like, yeah, okay, that's nice. Yeah, whatever. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, which is funny how because Jason referred to, me, he's like, oh, this is like my favorite part of the show, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> it, it was your idea and i give you full no, credit for it no no, no I'm, just, I'm just playing all right so let's move into the bad we'll start with mike on this one what's your bad my bad regrettably is going to be the firefly funhouse that this 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 is only because of two things the first one which really hurt was uh the fact that he stopped referring to the fiend as like a separate person and he said my opponent for the sunday finn balor instead of the mm-hmm. fiend's opponent so like it takes away from that like dual like oh he's a separate person he's gonna murder you kind of situation to me like it it, it no longer makes it like uh oh who's really the serial killer kind of situation um that and just the fact that like this one just felt like a rehatch of last week. Like, oh, watch out, Finn. He's coming for you. Like, th- there wasn't anything that was really drastically different except for Husky Harris getting fatter on the table. <laughs> it was pretty funny when he ripped the chocolate out of his mouth, though, and threw it down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, should almost, it, it should almost be like, oh, who's the Fiend? What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, that, uh, yeah that's he, what I was hoping for, that he would almost pretend like the Fiend didn't really exist or didn't have any idea what he was doing. See, like, I'm cool with him acknowledging his existence, but as long as he doesn't acknowledge that he's the Fiend. Like, it's like a, yeah, he's, right. he's not aware or he's just, like, ignorant to it and, like, no, it's not me. It's him. This right. is, I didn't I didn't hit that man with the car. <laughs> I see what you did there. All right, yeah. it was low car. It was low carper. <laughs> Spoiler alert: Sunday, Fiend takes off the mask. It's Luke Harper the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! It was oh me, Roman. Uh, all right. So, how about uh, what was bad for you, Kev? Um, my bad actually has also to do with the Fiend. As far as his attacks on like Kurt Angle this week, and it kind of plays off the attack of Mick Foley on the Raw reunion. I just I don't think that they've made a big enough deal of these attacks. It's kind of like, oh, what's going on? All right, let's go on to you know whatever. Let's get back so. to Seth getting his shit pushed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah and, so. and and you made the point before that they made such a big deal about Shawn Michaels getting super kicked by by Dolph Ziggler, which honestly, I'm kind of surprised that that whole thing hadn't made it into anybody's good, bad and ugly. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Like they, they brought that up so many times, but they never bring up the fiend attacks. Yeah. It's just kind of like, okay, here they are. And it's like, you see his face and then it goes to black and that's it. And there's like really no like mention of it. So yeah, definitely. All right, well, I'm going to change up my bad just because it's kind of similar to Mike's ugly, so I'll just kind of deal with it in there. Uh, but I'm going to actually just go ahead and take the uh, – I'm. yeah, it's my turn, right? Yeah, <laughs> I went to Kevin, then you. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, right. so I'm going to go ahead and take uh, – I'm going to go ahead and take on the, uh, the Goldberg being Dolph Ziggler's opponent. Uh, only because I'm such a big Shawn Michaels mark, and I was really hoping that he would be the one to kind of step up and be like, you know what, you want to be me so bad, then how about you come come and try to try to be me for one match? And I, I and oh. 
they kind of led up to it a little bit just because of the, you know, Dolph a couple of weeks ago had tweeted out things that he was better at than and in the picture. Shawn Michaels was one of them and stuff like that. I know he's been going back and forth with Goldberg and taking shots at Goldberg, so that shit made sense too. But I feel like we've seen so many bad Goldberg matches. I would have rather seen a good Shawn Michaels and Dolph Ziggler match. First off, you wouldn't have seen a good Shawn Michaels and Dolph Ziggler match because Shawn is is not ring ready by any means. Like, did you miss the the fucking shit show of the fucking Brothers of Destruction versus DX? Shawn was fine in that match. Eh, I don't know. I feel like the only person yeah. who was Shawn, quote unquote fine was, was Triple to, H. Shawn had to carry that match because Triple H tore his peck five seconds into it. Triple H was yeah. barely in that match. But even then, I mean, that's what that was my point was like everybody in that match was such a shit show that Triple H was still the best one there. Like it, I don't know. I, I still don't feel like you're going to get any different of a match having Sean there, except for you're, you're going to be staring at the fact that he's bald now uh, yeah. for, for 20 minutes. Like that's going to be what everyone fucking points out. No one's going to be like, oh, look, Sean's still got there. Like, no, Dolph Ziggler. you don't got it. You don't got your hair no more. Plus, this, plus the show's going to be long enough as it is. They're like, okay, this is going to be the, the, the quick five-second match that we just yeah. need to get, get through. Yeah, so. I got you. But Dolph, Dolph can get a better match out of Shawn Michaels than he can get out of Bill Goldberg. Let's, let's be yeah, honest. And Shawn might, but Mike might be right. Shawn might still not be ring ready or maybe he doesn't want oh, to. Oh, I'm sure know. he doesn't want to and that's totally fine. And it was, a, it was a nice swerve. I'll give him that. I wasn't really expecting Goldberg to come out. Like I I only was because I saw something like on Instagram where say, like yeah. it was rumored that it was going to be Goldberg versus Dolph. So I was like, oh, and then I saw when I was recapping my four or five hours of television to 15 minutes before we started the show. Um <laughs> I, I saw that segment, and then when it was like, I'm like, wait, wait, why is Sean fucking there? And then like, I saw the, the segue. I'm like, oh, yeah, that, that would have been interesting. Sean, the, the next time, the next time Shawn Michaels wrestles, he better wrestle with the NXT head on. Yeah, <laughs> and he he did give him the sweet chin music at the end, the kind of close Plus, off his part of the story too. But we've already seen Shawn Michaels versus Dolph Ziggler. Did yeah. you miss the DX versus the Spirit Squad? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're right. I forgot Nikki and Sean were in a match together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So while I'm already talking, I'm just going to go ahead and start off with my ugly because I feel like your guys' might be a little bit better than mine. I don't know if you guys caught this or not. Mike, you probably didn't because you don't really watch the matches. But in that Fatal 4-Way tag match, there was a really, really awkward spot where Mandy Rose was in the Oscar lock and she was holding out tapping because Kyrie Sane are was supposed to knock out Sonia Deville before she could break up the Oscar lock. Sonia Deville was sitting like on the ropes, like waiting to come in, and she kept looking over. And even Paige was like trying to get Kyrie Sane's attention, like, "Hey, you need to be doing something right now." But apparently, Kyrie Sane just was not paying attention at all or completely forgot about it so it just looked really weird because Sonia Deville had all the time in the world to go break that Oscar lock up and she didn't do it and her team ended up losing and then at the last second as uh, as Mandy Rose apparently just figured okay she's not coming so I might as well just tap out now so she taps out and then Kyrie Sane finally came over and took out Sonia Deville after the tap out already happens so it just looked really really bad it was an awful spot and it was very, very obvious if you were paying attention. So that was my ugly. Anybody and else? For the record, that was one of the few matches I actually did watch. Did you notice yeah. that? I did notice that. It okay. was it was it was fucking cringeworthy. Okay. <laughs> the, only, just... the, the only thing that even came close to like being as cringeworthy as that was the fucking five minute boohoo fest of Pey- Peyton Royce. <laughs> and right, yeah. And like outside of the ring, I'm just like, okay, this is I don't need this. Move on. Right. Like, which is sad. I like Peyton Royce. Like, I was all for them being tag champions. But if I have to choose between them and and Bliss Cross, Bliss sorry. Cross. <laughs> hey, you adopted Bliss Cross. I like it. All right. I did. You're welcome. <laughs> all right, Michael. Was your ugly? My ugly is Cheeto Dust Part Two: The Dusting. <laughs> this this is just. It's still just. There's no need for it. 
it goes back to like the the few times we're like, oh, we don't need these legends coming back. Like even even with the fact that it's in Canada, like you have enough fucking Canadian talent that you could use to get over. You don't need uh, what is she in her fifties now? Your old woman? She's not like, that old. She certainly looks it. <laughs> and, and, as as, it. <laughs> and, and as far as and as what the historian doesn't know, what the fuck? Yeah, um, no, yeah. How dare I not mention stress? That's the only reason you're here, sir, is to keep track yeah, yeah. of that shit. Yeah. I'm, I'm uh, um, and, and like that that slap at the end of the segment was so just terrible like that's why i call it part two the dusting because she like barely dusted the side of her head like she didn't have to mess up her hair it wasn't even like a real slap like that it was oh I, this My, match okay she she's only she's only six years older than jason and i she's 42 okay so, so she's not in her 50s that's good oh I, i'm not gonna lie when you said she was six years older i was like oh so she is 50 <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're an asshole oh you, you'll get there you'll get there one day motherfucker right exactly yeah but you'll get there first <laughs> yeah well. my 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 only issue so i i didn't have such a problem with her coming out on smackdown the way they did that i, I thought that was kind of i thought that was done okay in her promo i thought it was pretty decent my biggest issue with that whole thing and it was actually in my in my good bad and ugly before we had the same thing was the fact that when she was in that tag match on Raw, she didn't get in at all. She had zero physicality in a tag match that she was a part of on Raw. And just given the fact that she that she's going to be in the ring at SummerSlam, I just thought that that was kind of dumb. Like, what do you, we've seen Trish Stratus wrestle before. So it's not like if she gets in there and does a few moves and, you know, she gets the you still got it chant that can give her a little momentum and maybe make people look forward to this match because her not getting in the ring honestly makes me more nervous that the match is going to be shitty. Oh, 100 percent. It's going to be shitty. If, if we hear you still got it and like within the first minute, I was like, oh, my God, unless it's for something ironic and funny. Uh, I'm going yeah, to yeah. say right now, if they. If they Searching, you still got it for Trish Stratus, and she doesn't do like fucking incredible. I'm gonna get on the 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 gimmick minute Twitter, and I'm gonna do hashtag SummerSlam. You're all fucking marks. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. Oh my god! All right, so all right, so uh, yeah, Uh, (laughs) Cheeto Cheeto Dust Part Two. So everybody should now know the name of Cheeto Dust. Make sure to check out the the, the uh, fun little design that I made on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I would say I need that in a t-shirt, size, size large. Sent to me, Mike. I need. I will wear that. I will wear that proudly. I need. Some, I need somebody to print that. Print that. And make it a sign and take it to SummerSlam. That'd be great. Oh my God! Yes, you will be. If you if you make it on there, I will make you Tweet of the Week by just simply taking a picture of the TV screen and posting it on our Twitter. <laughs> like honestly, like I was trying to, I was looking up like pictures of uh, Chester Cheeto and like Goldust and like trying to mix them and match them together. Of like just trying to come up with something as far as Cheeto does. Like I, <laughs> I lost track of time. Like I was gonna like, draw up something like Chester Cheeto, like with the wig and like the gold dust face mask or the face face. <laughs> Face paint, excuse me. So, but look, if you do that, you have to at least put him in Trish Stratus's uh, uh, suit. Yeah, yeah. So you yeah. Got the face yeah. paint. You got the wig. You got Trish Stratus suit. It brings the whole thing together. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. But then, but then you you tweeted or you sent that out to us. I was like, okay, that's 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 hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, what was ugly for you, Kev? Oh my god, um, my ugly just real quick was. <laughs> production not drowning out CM blatant CM Punk chants and it wasn't even like five seconds of them like it seemed like it went on for like 15 minutes yeah CM Punk chants during Samoa Joe's uh, in ring uh, promo so I just thought that was kind of you know somebody missed the boat on cutting that out so yeah it seems it seems as though that, that you know it's it's kind production, of production 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 and all sorry to cut you off but like production like in all has just been like 
I just with the whole Roman Reigns angle and the camera views and like that, it's just been kind of yeah. I I wasn't a fan of the fact that they uh, I I loved how they did the raw with the car hitting his car until they showed the replay of it on SmackDown and there was a camera on the car. Yeah, and I was like, oh damn it! You had to put the camera on the car. Like this takes you right out of it, unless they unless they tie it into the storyline that the person's trying to like capture. Yeah, they they get off on like videotaping themselves trying to kill somebody or something. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's secretly <laughs> Alistair Black in his closet, just rewatching it over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> Roman, why won't you knock on my door? Oh, and, and how about poor poor Alistair Black that. That whole thing with Sami Zayn didn't even turn into a SummerSlam match. It just was on SmackDown. Like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, that, that, How about, that, fuck poor Aleister Black. How about poor Sami Zayn? This man went from being, like, fucking loved on NXT to being the biggest jobber on the main roster that you have. Like, can this man not just get over for once without, like, just getting shit on, right? I know, like, he comes back and he's doing his things, like you know, hey, all right, see you in hell. You know, like I thought that was great, and then it's just kind of like, oh, 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 he's he's nothing, right? Oh my gosh! All right, all right. So that was good, bad, and ugly. I felt like that went pretty well. So uh, let's go ahead and um, I, I I have match of the week in here because we usually do it. Uh, the the only thing that I thought saw that kind of maybe might have been match of the week was Natty and Ember Moon on Raw, but uh, I know Mike or Kevin, you said you had one. What what was yours? Uh, mine was Brian and Rowan versus the New Day. Oh yeah, that uh, was a good match. I just thought it was a strong match to kind of close the show, like go home. Uh, I mean just. You know the beatdown by the heels kind of made them look ruthless. So it, to me, that to me that plays into the like angle that closed the show. Mm-hmm. So them being ruthless. So I thought that was a pretty uh, strong match. All right, and Mike, you said you skipped through the show, so you really don't have anything, right? Yeah, I can't. Unfortunately, I can't watch too many matches in my fifteen minutes of preparation. Honorable mention would be to Our Truth versus Mike Kanellis for the twenty four seven championship when Our Truth gave birth to a baby doll and threw it to Mike Kanellis and rolled him up for the victory. That was, I honestly, that was great. I thought, we were, I thought we were. I thought we were gonna make. I thought we were gonna make it through the whole show without even talking about it. I had to. I, I actually like in the like while I was skimming through the YouTube stuff, I didn't see anything for it. So I was like, did they just not talk about? It? They're like, oh, oh it's taking no. a vacation with Maria. Yeah, they they did the uh, Maria did the the whole gynecologist appointment, and she was in she was in the stirrups, and uh, Mike gave her a hug, and then the doctor turned out to be the female referee, and she counted one two three, and then he took yeah. the title and he ran into the the waiting room where they were <laughs> earlier, and then Carmella and Truth are there dressed, and Truth is dressed in drag, and he gets up and he's got a big like baby bump. And then all of a sudden he goes, oh, wait, hold on. And then he, like, drops this baby doll out of his dress and then picks it up and throws it to Mike and then rolls him up in a schoolboy for the one, two, three and runs out with the title. That's hilarious. And and that was, like, the worst looking set for an office. Oh, yeah, it was terrible. Oh, that <laughs> yeah. was so bad. It was horrible. It was literally, like, a velvet, like, curtain. <laughs> as the back wall. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, they just found like some empty room in the back of the, the stadium. Yeah, right, they, right. They, they, just dra- <laughs> they just draped it with shit. Yeah. Like, what do we have? Oh, we don't have anything that's like, you know, white or doctor office like. Okay, we'll use this velvet carpet we found. <laughs> yeah. You could totally tell that they, they, they went all cheap on that budget for that. But uh, but yeah, it was pretty interesting. And they, I, they didn't do anything on SmackDown though. I didn't see. I don't <laughs> think I saw Truth no. on SmackDown. No. Where they're trying so, to like simmer it down so it doesn't uh, get old. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But uh, all right, so uh, we'll go ahead and, and close out into the nostalgia segment. And go with our favorite SummerSlam memories. I'll go ahead and kick it off. Mine comes from SummerSlam '91. And it was a match between Bret Hart and Mr. Perfect for the Intercontinental Championship. The reason why it is one of my favorite SummerSlam memories is because up until up until that SummerSlam, you know, I was a huge Hulk Hogan fan. I loved, you know, Hulkamania. I had like pretty much all the 
the stuff. But that was the first time I really like enjoyed a technical match that I can remember. Like a back and forth, just very like kind of raw, like and like perfect, like singlet got torn up in that, and you know it was just like one of those matches. It was just so real. It was so it felt so real. I guess I I, I should say that it just it, it kind of opened my eyes to the other side of of wrestling and these matches that 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 have been going on on like the undercard before Hogan that maybe I wasn't paying as much attention to. So it caught my attention and I've always remembered that match. And it was, it's one of my favorite matches. And, you know, when we were, when we were thinking back, I was like, man, I know that was a SummerSlam match. I had to go back and find out which SummerSlam it was, but yeah. So Mr. Perfect and Bret Hart for SummerSlam 91 is my favorite SummerSlam memory. Huh? Cool. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, no, actually, you know, the funny thing about that match is that, you know, like, Mr. Perfect wrestled it, like, with a broken back. Like, that was right before he had to take time off to have surgery, you know, because he didn't wrestle. He was Ric Flair's right, uh, yeah. executive consultant and everything. But he wrestled that match. Like, I don't know if he had, like, broken vertebrae or something like that or whatever. So, it was a wild match. They, you couldn't even tell. Yeah, that, no, and the fact that they pulled it off, like, yeah, that that was an amazing match. The only problem is that when he reversed it and put him in the sharpshooter, like, Perfect, like, gave up too quick. Because he was just cinching him up, and, like, all of a sudden the ref, like, rang for the bell. Yeah. But, yeah, but that was a pretty sweet match, yeah, definitely. All right, so, Mike, you got yours? Uh, well, I want to go last, because mine's the best. Oh, all right. Can't wait to shit on it. All right, Kevin, what about yours? <laughs> 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 oh my god um my favorite memory it, it's a quick two-parter one is Shawn michaels return to wrestling yeah um 2002 um just because you never thought you would see that again especially after the injury and everything and he went out and i mean that match to him with triple h was fucking awesome so, but I like more than anything. I like at the end when Triple H like attacked him with a sledgehammer, just because it just it it kept it going. So you knew he was going to keep wrestling. It wasn't just a one off, right? But just the fact of him just like coming back and making that comeback was sweet. But my other quick real favorite memory was Jason. You remember this? RVD, Jeff Hardy, Hardcore. Oh Atlanta. yeah. Oh. <laughs> like, like Mike, Mike, like Jason and I like gushed over this match just because RVD and Jeff Hardy had had some like great hardcore matches that year. Mm-hmm. But then when they came out to SummerSlam, like it's going to be a ladder match, but it's going to be a hardcore ladder match. And like Jason and I for like weeks and weeks, like just kept repeating to ourselves, RVD, Jeff Hardy, hard core ladder match <laughs> like going crazy over it. then the match happened and it was kind of man yeah <laughs> but just just like the memory of like jason and i like every time we'd like talk to each other hey two weeks away hardcore, hardcore ladder, ladder match, match. <laughs> we were really excited so, for that i think we made maybe overhyped it a little bit which was part yeah of the problem. <laughs> it, it was a good it was a good match it's, it's like, i thought it was a decent match for my memory so yeah. i was like oh yeah. like, the only, like the only dis- like they had better matches like the only disappointment of it was that like when hardy was hanging from like the rung where the title was and rvd did the spinny heel kick from the top rope to the middle of the ring hardy like jumped I can't hear like too late or too early or something like that. So it kind of looked like a botch. Like if they could have like timed that up a little bit better. But other than that, yeah, it was a pretty damn good match. Yeah, I mean, that that's on the highlight reels from when Edge speared them. If they timed that up better. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, that's, that's so. kind of along the same lines, but, but yeah. All right. All right. I like it. My favorite memory of that show, that Shawn Michaels triple H match. I almost picked that. But I kind of was like, ah, it's a Shawn Michaels. I don't want to be like too much of a Shawn Michaels mark, <laughs> so I didn't. But my favorite memory of that match was the the dude at uh, BW3s who came dancing out like Shawn Michaels when the oh music that was hit. the night yeah, yeah, that, that was the was same the night. night yeah <laughs> I forgot about that <laughs> all right anyway all right Mike so since yours is the best what, it is yours? the best <laughs> so mine involves the man Mister SummerSlam. Brock Lesnar. Oh, God. All right. 
Mine is the greatest SummerSlam moment, and it didn't even happen at SummerSlam. It was from the fucking commercials for SummerSlam, where he F5s the <laughs> fucking shark. <laughs> Nothing is more memorable in SummerSlam history than just like looking at, at this beach and Brock Lesnar just standing in the ocean, F5ing a shark. <laughs> oh my god. Somehow I knew you were going to get that. <laughs> oh my. All right, yeah. All right, Brock Lesnar at five the shark. Yeah, I'll give it to you. It was okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, how's it feel, Mike? <laughs> I deal with him fucking on a whole other podcast, so I already right. get this on a regular basis. So it's, it's a nice change of pace yeah. with someone else. Yeah. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. All right, so. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. There's our nostalgia segment. Favorite SummerSlam memories. Please tweet us your favorite SummerSlam memories at our Twitter account at Live Your Gimmick. That's at L I V your Y O U R gimmick G I M M I C K. Please tweet us there. You can also check out our Instagram at the same thing. What do you got, Kevin? I almost, I just, I, just, I, just, I almost said M O U S E. We also got to tell them that just be prepared to be, you know, treat like shit if they tweet at yeah. us that yeah. is not true anybody that, that should be that should be a shirt i think we should start doing shirts mike so we got the cheater dust one we should get um uh something something about cyber bully I, jason no i or something like you've just been shit on <laughs> just a picture of jason with a giant, <laughs> giant shit yeah jason just like it's just like it, it, representing his ass and just a turd coming out. It's like, <laughs> your name here. <laughs> the turd spells out hashtag live your gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Let's not put our hashtag as a turd. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Now, what part of what they said is true, but the other part is not. If you follow us on Twitter, you'll be treated like royalty. The people that they're talking about don't whoa, follow whoa, us whoa. on Twitter. First so off, you Twitter. didn't know this guy really didn't follow us until after you called him a smart no i knew he didn't follow us i knew who he was because he's been on my timeline since i started the account i knew exactly and who what he did was. you just like creepily stalk him every time you'd see him be like has he followed us yet has he followed us yet has no he followed I us mean, yet? I, we, we, we only have 25 followers on that twitter account as of right now so it's not like we have like thousands of followers that i have to go through i know that he didn't follow me because i you know I, I anytime anybody's followed us, I have a pretty good memory for that kind of thing. So if I would have saw that he followed us, I would have known it. But anyway, I don't follow him anymore, so it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> the dude is a troll, and I trolled him back, and now you're calling me out for it. But anyway, I I digress. You can so check mad. out you can check out all of our fun Twitter interactions at Live Your Gimmick. <laughs> Uh, as Mike mentioned, this is not the only podcast that he and I make fun of each other on. You can also check us out on the Fanboy Fight Club podcast, also brought to you by Media Junkies. Fanboy Fight Club basically is just kind of what we got. Uh, was there? There's five people. Five total. of us. Yeah, five. Five yeah. of us. Uh, just kind of nerds arguing over nerdy things. So if you're into that kind of thing, check out that podcast. I think you guys should have me on as a guest one time. Hey, if, just for... if 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 we have a if we have a spot, we could throw you on there. Okay, just for help. wow. I like that he was like, we won't just have you on. We have to have well, someone I... call. <laughs> <off sick. laughs> First of all, it's not just, it's not just my it's not just my choice. Second of all, I don't know how would that work though. If we had like we could have him on as like a guest judge, maybe for like uh, for sure. one of the fights. I think that'd be cool, right? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying um... to think of like different roles. I know. Is this funny the way you said, it? like, oh yeah, if 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 we have a spot for you, yeah. we'll we'll, yeah. we'll call you. It, Don't it, call it, us. And, 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 and I'm, sh- I'm shocked. I have a, I'm shocked. I have a spot on this show. And, <laughs> and honestly, and honestly, and, and Kevin, every week you're waiting for that call from Anchor, hoping for. Yeah. That. Yeah. And, and honestly, Kevin, like I mean no disrespect by this at all, but if I don't know half of the shit that they talk about on the show. I, you definitely won't know anything about it. Oh no, 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 none, none taken. I don't. I just want to go on there just to just to be a you know just, just to be included. Right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I just want to go on there and just throw throw in my you know. He just wants to know what it's like to be on a show where Jason's the one being made fun of, not him. I get made fun of on this show. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's true. true. 
That's true. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I just want, I just go on there and just, you know, just randomly say something. Everybody be like, wait, what? Who's this you guy? <laughs> wait, what? Well, once we, just... once we get set, set up on that other app to do the recording, it'll be easier to get you on that one too. So, all right. Well, I'll see if it fits in my schedule. Or not. All right. Sounds <laughs> good. Perfect. <laughs> all right. Can I, can I close this shit out or not? <laughs> I don't know. Can you? I don't know. <laughs> it's not, like it's that, not looking like it. I feel like that's another shirt. <laughs> I All just right. want to remind everybody: make sure you join us live next week. <laughs> and then... same, same crap time, same crap channel. Yeah, I don't get made fun of at all this show. You're right. <laughs> I mean, do you guys want to talk about takeover? That, that possibility of doing that, or yeah, uh, I mean. I, uh, if 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 we're good to commit to it, I'm fine with it. So we we've talked about we we tried this once before and it went epically bad. But we were thinking about doing a uh, a live a, a watch along video or a watch along podcast with uh, NXT Takeover. So if you guys are cool with doing it, I'm good with doing it. Yeah, sure. I'm a we'll strong baby. All right, all right. We'll 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 find a way to make it happen, even if it's just Kevin and I. We'll yeah. we'll, we'll make it happen. Yeah, we just want to put it out there that obviously won't be as good, but. You know, that's true. Gotta do, gotta that's true. No, yeah, yeah, it definitely won't. Yeah. So when Kevin starts to fall asleep, I'll just be talking to myself. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. You'll be making Johnny Johnny jokes to yourself. I'll, I'll just make yeah. the joke and laugh. Like, yeah. Oh, oh man, I wish my J- was here. Jason and I are like Jason, are like Jason and I are like the outsiders. We need the third man. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> or, or or because Kevin and I are both old, I'll fall asleep too, and the last part of the podcast will just be us snoring. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, it'll be, be you snoring. I don't snore. No, no, one, no one will know Kevin's even there. They'll just right. hear snoring in the background. Yeah. Yeah. No talking, no commentary about what's going on in the match. It's like, uh, I still oh have an God. hour and a half that's left. It just sucks that that last one, didn't it? I know. I know. I mean, it, was, it was very convenient given given certain situations. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Let's close the show out. <laughs> so, all right. So, thank you guys for listening to the Gimmick Bent Wrestling Podcast. We are brought to you by Media Junkies. You can follow everything that they have on Media Junkie Vids, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Media Junkie. You can follow us on Twitter at Live Your Gimmick. That's out. Uh, at L-I-V, your G-I-M-M-I-C-K. You can also check out the other podcasts that we offer, which is Fanboy Fight Club and The Rogue Agents, which is a Division 2 podcast. So if you like video games, if you like Division 2, subscribe to that one. So any of our podcasts, any of our content, subscribe, share. If you have Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review. I want to thank you again for listening. We've had a lot of fun tonight. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And remember, be a fan and always live your gimmick. Goodbye. When my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. <laughs>